Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. What's going on, everybody? That song gives me uh, Prince vibes. Uh, so, like, I heard that. I had I heard that song. I think on 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 Instagram. I was like watching like a cooking video, some stupid shit like that, and I had to look it up and like. Unbelievably, it was Harry Styles. So apparently now I am a Harry Styles fan because I listened to that whole album and it's incredible. So I highly suggest it, I guess. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, my tongue is still on the mend. Uh, you, may, you may or may not hear me slur every so often, but you know. That's the nature of the biz. Oh, boy. Uh, just trying to get acclimated uh, to my new work schedule. It's like I'm all, I'm all over the place now. Like I'm waking up like super duper early. Even though I don't have to be at work until later. Like it's, it's a whole thing. So it's just, uh, I guess, getting used to some stuff. Anywho, so I guess everybody's been waiting with bated breath, I bet, uh, on this part two. Um, so last week, uh, I decided to focus on, you know, dating, the dating aspect of, you know, dating and relationships. So like you know, in, in, like I said in past in, in past episodes, I think I focused on like the like dealing with the the actual relationship and dealing with love and everything, but you know, some I I felt like I skipped a lot of steps in those episodes, uh, and you know I just decided to really talk about like the first date and the third date. Um, I went into Great links to discuss um, casual dating. So, like I said, like I, I decided to make it a a a part twoer because I feel that there was like a lot of stuff that I could have gotten into, but I didn't want to make the 
that episode like a two hour um Marvel movie of an episode. So here we are. Uh yeah. So like we just I I discussed like um the do's and don'ts of a first date. Um like waiting to have sex and all that. And I wanted to talk about chemistry. Like, how do you know when you have chemistry uh, when you're on a date with somebody? Like, you know, it's it's hard to, it's hard to, I guess, diagnose when, when you're going through it. But it's, it's hard to identify, I should say, where an actual connection is being made. Like, you know when it goes bad. Like, you do know when it goes bad. Like, you can feel when a date goes bad. But you don't, like, you're not really sure if it's going well. Like, and if it is going well, like, the other person's not going to let you know that it's going well. They'll know. They'll let you know when it's going bad, but they'll never let you know when it's working. Like, I, I mentioned last week that I bought, like, a complete stranger an omelet. I, I you know, I... I, I invited a young lady out to breakfast, a, a nice little breakfast date to shake things up. And I felt that it was going well. That's what I felt. That's what I thought. Uh, boy, was I wrong. Like later, like, uh, like I, I, I think later on that day, she sent me a text. It's like, hey. Best of luck to you. There was no chemistry. So, I guess, you know, it, it's hard to pinpoint where things go wrong in the date if they're subtle. Uh, so, like, you know, obviously, if there's no chemistry, I'm not going to, I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to go, oh, but why not? I'm like, all right, cool. You weren't feeling me. Whatever. I'm not your type. There's no, there's no thing. So, for those who know, for those of you who don't know what chemistry is, is like, is that that connection between both of you? Uh, it could be physical. Um, like, like for example, like, like, I, like I always said, like, females usually know as soon as you see them or see see the other person that. Yeah, I'm fucking this nigga. Like, I'm fucking him. Oh, yeah. And guys, you know, we're pretty pretty superficial in that sense, too. Like, we can look at a, a pretty girl, see what she's uh, wearing. We can, you know, how she smells and all that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I don't really want to fuck this, this, this young lady. Uh, so, yeah, so that, 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 that little connection right there, uh, it could be emotional. You know, sometimes the conversation's flowing and like it stops being that 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 formal date scenario and like you just vibe so well that you feel like you've you've known each other for a very long time. And yeah, like you know, you start you start connecting on a deeper level than you would have uh if you just kept things 
I guess, uh, awkward and stiff and all that. So, and and that comes about in different uh, increments within the date. Like, you know, like I said, you can't force chemistry. Uh, so, yeah, so like, you know, like sometimes you, you have to, you know, you have to pinpoint, like, like, how do you know if the date's going well? How do you know that, that you guys have chemistry? You know, there's, a, there's, there's certain, there's certain little things that you can notice. Um, like, for example, like me, I joke a lot. I joke. I I tend to be humorous in 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 many a situation. So sometimes my jokes hit, sometimes they don't. Now I know a date is going well, where I know that we're vibing, whatever, when they start laughing at mostly everything that I'm saying. If like intentionally. You know, I try not to uh talk about anything deep. And dark, and they're like, ah, ha, ha, "That's funny." Like, oh, wow, I was just talking about my my puppy dying, but okay. But yeah, like you know, when they start getting your sense of humor, like when they start seeing your perspective, and like you know, like, oh, okay, I I I I see what you mean, and I I see the way that your brain works. Um, so yeah, like, or guys, if if she's funny, you. you you start laughing at not even like in a, in a polite way. You actually have like a, a good laugh. It's been a very long time since a female has made me laugh. Like a good, good laugh, a hearty laugh, like knee slapping. <laughs> and so, you know, that, that kind of laugh and shit. Like sometimes it just comes out like, ha ha, that, that's crazy. It does, you know, when that's, that's what, that's me being polite. Like, yeah, woo, that's, that's funny. Tell me again about the umbrella story. Um, so yeah, so that's a, that's a good indication that things are going well when you start laughing at each other's jokes, like a good laugh, not like I'm being polite or this is, you know, pleasantries or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really laughing. You're really making me laugh. I like that. Um, like I said, like uh, chemistry could be like physical. Like it doesn't have like, like you know automatically sex, but like the touch barrier gets broken. And usually you like guys, you know what? Fuck that. Guys keep your hands to yourself until she puts her hands on you. And it has to match. Like your 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 touches have to match. You know, if she touches your elbow or touches your hand, don't go for a tit. Or an ass, or as our former president did, grab her by the pussy. Like you don't don't do these things. You, you your 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 touches have to match. You know, if she goes, oh my god, you're so funny, and you know your your her her hand touches and rests on your forearm, then you go and you look at it and you go, all right, this is going well. The touch barrier has been broken, and then. Like I said, like in throughout the course of the date and throughout the the course of the evening, maybe a, a touch on the forearm turns into like a, a her head resting on your shoulder, and then you know now you're snuggling and canoodling. I had to look up those words; didn't think they were real. 
snuggling and canoodling. Uh, now you're in public, like you know, you're, you know, you're taking, uh, you're taking a walk and whatever, and you, 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 you offer your elbow, madam, and then you know she, she could put her arm around the, the loop of your arm, very gentlemanly. Like I, I, I watched Pleasantville, uh, for for dating, uh, scenarios. So if these sound very antiquated, uh, forgive me. Um, so yeah, so that's like, you know, touch barrier. Like that's how you know is things are going well. Cause you know, usually females don't really, uh, break that touch barrier unless they're really feeling it. And that's how they know, you know, it's like. Like dating a woman is like, like meeting your rescue puppy, or like your rescue dog. Like, hey, buddy, hey. Like you gotta get down to their level. Hey, it's all right. You're safe. This is a safe. This is a safe place, Scout. You know, you gotta see eye to eye with them, and they're all backed up in a corner, growling at you, tail tucked between their legs and shit. And you go, hey, buddy, it's all right. And then you know she sniffs she she sniffs your hand a little bit, and now she trusts you, and now she's petting you, and she's letting you pet her. Yep, I just went through a whole scenario in my head, comparing dating a woman to rescuing a dog named Scout from a kill shelter. <laughs> so it, it's one of these things. So so yes, they they uh you know you you start. Snuggling and canoodling, and you're you're touching each other in 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 appropriate ways, in very appropriate ways, you're breaking the touch barrier. Um, another way that you know you're vibing is, you you can you can tell when like if like for example, me I am king of kind of saying things in a fucked up way. Uh very low chill factor that I have. So I have to, if I, if I'm really into her, uh, I have to understand or recognize when she's upset by something that I said. So like recognizing and sensing when, when the other person's being upset, uh, that's a, a good indication that you're really feeling them. Cause usually if you don't give a, if you don't, if you don't care, you just keep saying whatever you're saying. Like, that's how, like, if you're not having a good time, talk about something that you know that's going to upset them so you can cut the evening short. But if you wanted to continue and you really care about what that person thinks or you, you really like this person or you're, you're connecting with them and you say something that's upsetting, you know, back off your statement just a little bit. Go, you know, I'm, I apologize. You know, it's just the way I talk. I will try to. I understand that you're upset. Blah blah. blah. So, so it's just just that that's that that self awareness that if you're saying or doing something that upsets them, that's that's a good sign that the the evening is going well. Um, again, like you know, the conversation's flowing. You know, there's no awkward silences. There's no. Uh, so um. What is your favorite uh, ice cream? Like, you know, 
you're not find, you're not searching or reaching for topics to talk about. Like it's just the conversation is just natural, and that's how you know that. All right, all right, cool. Like we we're connecting on an intellectual level, and she's not a dummy, and she knows that I'm not a dummy, so we can just have an adult conversation. Uh, not nothing too heavy, but just like you know. We're talking and we're talking about music and we're talking about movies and we're talking about places that we've been and we're telling anecdotes from from said situations. So the conversation keeps flowing and yada, yada, yada. Uh, another way that you start realizing that your boundaries and rules start to break down. Like, like I said last uh, episode where, you know, you have to set your boundaries with this person with the person that you're going out with like uh let's say uh you have to wake up early the next day because you have a meeting or whatever you have to go to work let's say you want to stay out a little later because the evening's going so well that's how you know that it's going well i'm i, I know that i'm mansplaining the shit out of fucking dating right now but Whatever, I have a podcast to do, motherfuckers. Like, is is you try to talk for forty five minutes? So anyway, uh, so your your boundaries start breaking down. Like you know, like I said, uh, you stay out later than you intended to because uh things are going so well. Let's say, hey, let's have another drink. And remember, one of those boundaries, ladies, if he offers you another drink is you're well within your right to say no like no i know i'm gonna get whatever yeah i'm not i'm not here to drink i'm here to have a date whatever but let's say things are going well then you're like you know what let's get another round because you're now you're elongating the that that date that you're you're you know you're 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 breaking down your barrier or or your boundary of like you know what I said I wasn't gonna drink more than three drinks I'm gonna be on drink number four I have no problem with it I'm I'm well within control but you know in moderation ladies you don't want a DUI especially in 2022 and uh, also another another way is you know you start trying new things like yo uh let's go to this uh midnight bowling paintball place like yeah you know what that sounds pretty good and then you go because you know now you're more you're more adventurous you're more comfortable uh with this person or you're as comfortable as you can be on a, on a date where you can actually explore uh things that you you wouldn't have uh if the date was going poorly um like yeah, like but so like chemistry manifests itself different in men and women. Like you would think that it's, you know, um, the same, the same feeling, but like no, it's not. Like for example, like I, I was reading something where it says that, uh, like chemistry, like how women feel chemistry is, 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 is like. They're 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 looking for like a roller coaster sensation in their stomach, right? Like they they want that the excitement and that unsureness 
Like they want those uh, the, those up and downs. So, like uh, romantic chemistry should click on on a lot of levels, you know, uh, shared interest, attraction, and, and excitement. So, like, so that's how it manifests in in in, in women. I may be wrong. I'm not a woman anymore. But uh, so this is how it manifests in women. And men, we're much simpler creatures. We are much simpler creatures, ladies. You, do you know how simple it is to feel chemistry as a man? You can look at a person and go, this is going well. I want to see them more. That's it. That's as, that's the extent of it. That's as far as it fucking goes. Because like now you're like now you're you're a little bit more invested than what you would been would have been. Like it doesn't necessarily have to do with sex. It could just be like I like this. This feels comfortable. Men are like cats. If I can if I can compare women to shelter dogs, I can compare men to cats. You see, they always got that fucked up. They always got that uh, men are men are dogs and women are cats. No, no, it's the opposite. Because men are cats in the sense of we like comfort. We like to find that that warm spot in the sun. Like you know when you like you ever see you ever watch a cat and they're like passing by a window and they stop where the sun is shining between the curtains and right there that's where they stay because this feels comfortable. This feels good. I'm warm right now. I'm not fucking moving. That's how it feels when we when we actually like somebody. Like, look, I like this. This feels good. Ladies, you are our warm spot in the sun. You get that? Do you, do you feel how beautiful that is? You are our warm spot in the sun. You make us feel comfortable. And that's the thing. And that's the whole key of the dynamic of a dating relationship or further further the narrative in relationships. We want to be comfortable. You want excitement. Now, the thing is, comfort kills excitement. And it, but, but, but think about that. Like, yeah, we can go, um, uh, uh, like, how, how should I say this in a very delicate way? You want excitement? Bet. You're, I'm not going to like you that much. Because I'm constantly trying to, like, fucking do a tap show for you and, like, oh, look. Uh, let's go here. Let's go there. This is 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 very much inconsistent behavior coming from a man when you want excitement, ladies. He's not as consistent. This motherfucker will buy you flowers and then take you to like a drug deal. These are inconsistencies in behavior, but you want excitement, men. We want comfort. We want a we want our warm spot in the sun. We've run around in the cold all we want. If I wanted to be in the cold, then I'll go out be in the cold. I want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable with you. 
So that's how you know when like a, a guy is really vibing with a chick. But he's like, yo, you know what? I can finally be myself. I can finally let down this guard that I have up. And everybody has guards. Everybody has that shield up. You know? It's just women in general, women have this tendency to keep it up so so long because they're like, you know what? If he wants me, he's gonna have to break down this glass wall. Or then he's gonna have to break down this this barrier. Like that that's one is exhausting. Like if you let down your guard, I let down my guard. Now we're comfortable. And now we can chill and enjoy each other's company. So that's that's that the chemistry, the vibe between men and women. And the thing is, it's you know, sometimes we 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 feel it in different ways, and it and in, and we express it in different ways. But it's it's the same feeling, and I don't understand it. I've never understood how. We can be feeling the same exact way, but it comes out different. The Rosetta Stone that, that, that translates this is, is different between us. So, like, we have to start, uh, uh, I guess, recognizing and understanding each other's uh, communication, which is uh, either verbal or nonverbal. And, you know, ladies, like, you have to start taking under account that our, our like is, is, it's, it, it looks like, and I hate to say it this way, but fuck it, it, it looks like we're bored, but we're not. Like, we're just at peace. We're at a level of comfort that we're, we're not very used to. But guys, you also have to understand that you have to keep it fresh and exciting. You have to keep that fire burning. Again, they want that roller coaster feeling. So, you know, it's a, it's a good balance between the two, but that also comes with talking about it and whatever. You know, like, you know, one day, guys, one day, take it to our art art exhibit then like maybe the next week take her to a shootout keep her on her toes that's how you keep the fucking fire inside you ah uh, but like yeah like so like you don't have to wait a long time to to really feel that that connection that 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 chemistry Again, it, it can start from the first date, uh, and you go, yep. And that's how sex on a first date happens. Like, I don't know, I hate to burst your bubble, but that's how you're, you're vibing so well that you actually end up fucking the first date. And there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. I've seen long-term relationships. I've seen marriages start that way. So, like, but traditionally, like I said, the third date. The first date goes very well. Now you have the second date. The second date is to confirm whether that first date was a fluke or not. So like, okay, he's really this person. She's really this person. So that's, that's the second date. By the third date, you should already know how you feel romantically about this person and physically about this person. By the third date, 
that's that's smashadelics right there. You know, you're making the macaroni and cheese sound. So, yeah, it doesn't. It, the, between the first and third date is when you can really tell if physically you're into each other, or at least sparks the interest. Uh, between you two, like okay, I can see this going a little bit further than just dinner and a movie. Again, I was watching Pleasantville. I don't know how people date in 2023. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, a question that I keep running into is, like, how many dates before is a relationship? And that's, and that's, and that's the thing. Like, how should I say it? Emotions and connection or chemistry or whatever, give it a name. Romance is non-quantifiable. Like, you can't, you can't put it on a chart and go, between date one and date five, you're now in a relationship. Like, no, it, it doesn't work that way. It's never gonna work that way. If you if you're going to, um, put like a, uh, I guess uh, a a number on it, then you're 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 kind of setting setting yourself up self up with uh for disappointment and failure because you're now you're going by date five. I should know blah 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 blah, and it doesn't work that way. It never works that way. Think about it, and I, and I I understand that I'm a bit contradicting myself with the, the date number three, but I'm talking about by the third encounter with each other, and like I said, between those dates, between date one, date two, or between date two and date three, you should have already had more interactions, uh, more text conversations, uh, setting up that third date. So, whatever, like that's. Yes, it's a bit hypocritical what I'm saying, but like before when a date or a few dates turns into a relationship or a the talking phase, like like I talked about a, a, a couple of weeks ago, like the talking phase. So how do you know when you go there? Like, how do you how do you know you get there? Like now we're, talk, we're just talking about exclusivity. And. Ex- exclusivity can come between two and six months, but you don't know. Be like that. That's a, a very, I guess, ballpark set of months. It could be six to eight. But like, ladies, are are you really trying to rush into something that you you know, like, cool, like this person? Is all right. You know, now it's not just casual. Or I don't want to just, just just be casual. You know, and remember, I'm I'm talking about those times where you go, you know what? Um, I don't want anything casual. I'm dating to marry. I am looking for the LTR, the long-term relationship. So now you have to play the long game. You can't play the short game when it comes to it. You have to play the long game. You have to you know what, get, I guess, get a little busy 
in a sense of like, all right, I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to also focus on you. Now we're exclusive. I say like by month two, whatever. And now you can start seeing that the dates become more frequent or the visits become more frequent. Now you're going from regular dates to, all right, I'm bringing over dinner or I'm cooking for you or uh, we're having dinner at my friends or my brothers or whatever, or your friends or your sisters or whatever. Like, you know, now things are uh, uh, the, I guess the pre-relationship is picking up steam. And but like, let's say by six to eight months in that ballpark range, you should already be in a committed relationship. Now, I, I know people that have been with somebody for a year and they don't consider themselves in a relationship. Now that's goofy because now you're, you're just talking to a person every day and caring about them. And you, you know, you, you go out, you go on vacation with the person or you go, whatever you go camping and all this shit. And now not, you're not, now you're not in a relationship. That's not your man. Cool. I bet he'd be very upset if he heard that shit. And guys, you're the same. It's the same way with us. Like, you know, I had a girlfriend. We were together. Yeah, she was with me for four years. I was with her for eight months. Like, it, it was. It took a little while for me to realize that we were in a fucking relationship, that we were exclusive. So, it's like, um, you have to understand where, when and where you're wasting your time. But if this is something that you really want to pursue and you really care about this person and you really like this person and you're fully invested in this person, I think you should have a conversation with them. You're going like, yo, you know, where this is, where is this going? Again, is that that whole episode I did of, of, of what are we? So like by six to eight months, maximum a year, you should already know whether you're whether or not uh you're in a committed relationship yeah so like the, you know the yeah so you, you just got to you have to i guess you have to follow that timeline and again that that is just a ballpark figure from date 1 to date 3 uh to Six to eight months, two to six, whatever. Th these are ballpark figures because it can happen quicker uh, or longer than than usual than uh, than other people. So anyway, uh, so that's how when it goes good, when it goes well, you have. Uh, these, 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 I guess these uh, situations where you go, all right, you know what? I feel really good about this. And they're saying all the right things and all this. And they're doing all the right stuff. So now I'm enjoying myself. Like, so like when you're dating, uh, let's go back to that. Like, let's go, let's, let's, let's rewind time a little bit. Uh, 
So there's some things, there's some red flags during dating, during the dating phase where you know that, oh, no, 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 this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad, bad. Like these are like all these red flags, all these red flags that women and guys too really ignore. And we tend to ignore a lot. Like these things are, are, are very apparent. Like, uh, like love bombing. Like, uh, if you don't know what love bombing is, it's like, it's what happens when, like, they, when somebody just hits you and bombards you with, like, extreme, like, displays of, uh, of, of attention and affection. Right? Like, they're, they're saying all the positive things. Oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God, you're the smartest person in the world. Oh, my God, what am I going to do without you? Like, shit like that. Now they're gaslighting you, ladies, gentlemen. They're gaslighting you. Because, like, it's, it's, it's all cute and romantic in the beginning, but it leads to abuse. Because now you're used to, they're, they're, they're disarming you with pretty words. You know, they're like, oh, my God, your eyes. Are like the moon of Egypt. Like, there's shit like that. And then they'll call you a piece of shit, or they treat you like a piece of shit, and they'll go, well, baby, your hair is like a river that I want to drown in. Like, they, they, they give you all these, all this bullshit that you have to recognize. Like, you know, you have to go like, wow, this is toxic as shit. Like, every time they yell at me, they go, well, baby, your pussy is like an oasis in a Serengeti. Like, it, it's just, it, 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 they're just gassing you up. So you have to be, you have to be very, very careful when, ex uh, when you're going, when, especially in the dating phase. You have to be, be careful. Be on the lookout for shit like that. Um, another red flag, if they don't introduce you to their friends or family, I once said it and I say it again, there's women who hadn't, they thought I was an orphan. Like, nope, I have no friends. I have no family. I am alone in this world. I am Batman. But like, yeah, so if you don't know, if you don't know his best friend or if you don't know her best friend or somebody close to that. That's, that's, you're the side. You're the hoe in this situation. And guys can be hoes too. I've been a hoe many a time. Uh, so yeah, so that's, a, that's a, another indication that, like, uh, something's a little, something's iffy around here. Uh, again, ladies, uh, I've been, uh, I've been accused of this. And I'm, you know what? I admit it. In, I'm, I'm inconsistent. Sometimes I'm inconsistent. Uh, so inconsistent behavior is another red flag. So, but, you know, you want excitement. Will I or will I won't, or won't I? So, uh, another, you know, they're, they're constantly, um, like, ignoring your boundaries and all this shit. Like, I'm taking a shit. She comes in to brush her teeth. Like, woman. Can you give me some privacy? These are my 
I, I am in here in my office, in my temple. Please don't brush your teeth while I'm taking a shit. It's, it's weird, and I don't want you. I, I don't want this magic between us to ever end by you coming in while I'm shitting. So just respect each other's boundaries is what, is what, is what I'm really trying to say. Um, another thing that you have to look out for, let's say you do introduce them to your friends or your family and they don't like them. Now that's a big, that's a big thing. If you don't like my friends or if you don't like my family, like, you know, especially for people who are family oriented, uh, it's a big thing. Like, you know, family over everything or whatever Dom Toretto says. I don't have family. Whatever the fuck he mumbles. But Dom Toretto was right. You know, you, you, you have to accept me and my family. That's it. Like, you have to accept everything that comes with that person. You have to, goddamn, like doing a Vin Diesel impression really. Really stresses the larynx. Pause. Um, so yeah, so if they don't rock with your family or your friends, then there's a big, there's a major red flag. Um, and another thing that you got to look out for, another red flag is they start talking shit about their exes because now, like now, you can see like if things go south, they're gonna talk shit about you too. Not the band, but like you as well. But they should talk shit about you too. They're overrated. But, but like if things go bad, they're gonna start. They're gonna start talking down on you. So like you have to knit that in the bud. Like yo, don't talk about your exes, one at all, or two, if you are gonna talk about them, don't talk about them in in a derogatory way because at one point you were with them, and that speaks more about you than them. So yeah. Uh let's uh let's uh let's do a little speed round. Uh do's and don'ts on a first date or a date any any date or especially in a dating uh phase. Uh don't forget your manners. Don't be don't be rude, guys. Don't be rude. Pull out the chair. Open the door. Be a gentleman. Chivalry is not dead. Uh, remember, man. And you know what? This is this is a sad one. Uh, don't don't get cheap on your personal hygiene. You gotta smell good. You gotta get your oils. You got your or your your cologne, your deodorant, your Wevel splash. Get your hair cut. Your your fingernails, keep them clean, sir. So you know, don't 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 get cheap. Uh, with your your personal hygiene, your appearance. Uh, don't forget to ask questions. You want to know this person. At, at least give the fucking facade that you, they are interesting. You know, ask questions. Don't talk over your date. They're like, so uh, where you from? 
where I'm from? Yeah, that's cool. I'm from over here. Like, don't, you know, let them, don't talk over it. Like, again, don't forget your manners. You ask a question, uh, allow them to speak. Or give them the opportunity to speak. Don't allow them. Um, don't get too drunk. And uh, don't get too awkward or confrontational. That's something I gotta I gotta write down. Cause I get I I don't it's not that I get awkward. I get a little bit confrontational when I'm with somebody stupid. Or if they're confrontational, I match energy. So you know. Uh this is this is a, a, an interesting question. How early is it to fight on the first date? Or or how early is it to fight on a relationship in a in a relationship? I say your 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 the first fight should be like around three months because you're you're beginning to know each other better a lot better, so you know things are gonna happen, things are gonna be said, and they're not always gonna be okay with it. So, like around three months, that's a that's a good a good amount of time that you know the person and they know you and you go you know what. Fuck the Ninja Turtles. Like, what the fuck you just say to me? Get out of my goddamn face. This is Raphael's lair all day. Um, you know, this was a very interesting question. Is it okay to split on the first date? Now, you know what? I, like, my mother always told me, like, look, pay, pay, pay for all the dates. Don't be a cheap samababish, as she used to say. Um, so yeah, fellas, pay that first date. Pay all the dates. Now, in a relationship, like let's say you like, you know, your money's my money, my money's your money. Then yeah, you can split, like, oh fuck it. Like, you know, you're you're together. Like, you know, we, we know it's coming from the same account. But like in the dating phase, I think uh, I think it's a little tacky to uh, to to go Dutch to to split the bill. So now another thing, and I, matter of fact, it was funny is that uh, uh, they're they're saying that like according to men. Uh, men should pay on the first date. Women don't agree. Uh, there's a there was like a study that said less than half of the women in the study, forty six percent, think that paying for the date is the guy's responsibility. Uh, so yeah, so like, so like, so I guess more than half don't think it's the man's responsibility. But at least forty six percent believe that. The guy should pay. Now, I like there was there's like a a, a, a clip on Colbert's like Fifty Cent, uh, on Colbert and Colbert's like giving him like fifty questions with Fifty Cent, some stupid shit like that. And the question was, who should pay on the date? And Fifty says, whoever's idea it was to go on a date, which it makes sense. Like if it's your if it's your idea to go on a date, then you know, 
you're choosing the place. That's one. I'm, 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 you're requesting me. I think you should pay. But again, uh, I was raised by my mama and she said, no matter what, I don't give a fuck where she, she says to go, make sure you have enough money so you can pay that goddamn bill. So yeah, that was a good, that was a good little speed round. Ah, what else? What else is on the docket? I cover everything. I'm just breezing through. I'm going a little long on this one. Kiss my sheets with time. All right. Yeah, that's it. So that's it. That's the, the, the exciting conclusion of the dating episode. The two-parter. So... Ah, a little Arnold Palmer. But nothing, there's nothing better than iced tea lemonade mix. It's delicious. I highly suggest it, especially like this one from IHOP. IHOP, sponsor me, please. So anyway, uh, yeah, man. I like I, I like this uh this whole two part uh episode, and you know like again I told you. I was going to go long. It was going to be a two-hour episode if I kept all the topics on that one episode. So here we go. All right. Uh, I may or may not take a break next week. I'll uh, post it on my Instagram on both pages. Uh, unaccompanied adult at uh, with Joe Diaz uh, on, on Instagram. Uh... Well, maybe I don't know. I'm still uh, I'm still in the air about it. You know, my kids were uh, they they were they've been in Colombia for the past two weeks, uh. So I'm excited to see them again. So so I may or may not record, but if I do, surprise. If I don't, you you've been warned. And on that note. This has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.